Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. The Volume. What up, y'all? T-Bob here from Snaps, presented by FanDuel, your new favorite college football podcast. But I'm here to talk NFL because it is playoff time and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. Trust me, I would know. I've been handing out losing bets all year long on FanDuel, and what I've learned is, look, the app is safe, secure, it's easy to use, okay? They have a ton of great offers, boosts, and more all month long. When you do win, you get paid fast. And the best part is you can really play however you want to play. And I, and I mean that quite literally. If you love futures, those are there for you. If you love to parlay multiple games, that's there for you. If you like same game parlays because you just want to watch one primetime game with a lot of action, a lot of juice, uh, spread, money line, over, unders, totals, player props, everything, live betting. You get to the game late and you want to, it's all there for you on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. So, Try out the same game Parlay Plus while you're there and download FanDuel now, which is now live in Ohio. That's right. If you are signing up for the first time, use the promo code SNAPS for great deals. And what are you waiting for? Download the FanDuel app today to start making every moment more. Must be 21 and present in select states only. Gambling problem? 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342. Arizona, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG. Colorado, Indiana, Minneapolis, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Indiana, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York, Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789, Tennessee, 1-800-522-4700, Wyoming, or visit www.1800gambler.net, West Virginia. Yo, what's going on, everyone? Welcome in to a post-championship game edition of Snaps, your new favorite 
College Football Podcast here on the Volume Sports uh, Podcast Network and YouTube channel. Uh, we're here on Amazon AMP live right now. Shout out Amazon for having us here. Uh, and the reason why we are here, and we know, look, we, we love hanging out. It's been so much fun this entire football season. I'm T-Bob Bear, one of your hosts, joined by our resident bulldog, Aaron Murray. We will talk to Aaron, but we're also joined by our uh, our, our our provider, the, the reason why we are here, the boss man. Uncle Colin Cowherd. Uh, Colin, what's up, man? Thank you so much for joining us tonight. It is a pleasure to finally have you here on the premier college football podcast. What's going on, man? How are we feeling tonight? Well, the Oregon Ducks said, hey, TCU, <laughs> this is what we ran into three and a half, four months ago. So, I mean, Oregon and TCU, um, you know, really good programs with you know, really good players, um, just completely, utterly overwhelmed in, in Georgia. Whatever, you know, I, I said this last week. The SEC is the only conference where you can hire somebody. It may be a miss at Orgeron, and he wins an Addy. <laughs> if, you, if you're a Northern program and hire a miss, you win four games. But, you know, Georgia's got more Sunday athletes, and you could see it very quickly. Yeah, I heard you talking about the game before the game came out, and it's true, man. I mean, here on this show, you know, me and Aaron have been chopping up this game. We've been looking for, like, individual matchups and which players are going to mean the most. But, like, at the end of the day, it was never the micro, right? Like, the individual players did not matter. It was what we – it's the macro, the blue-chip ratio. Georgia has 77% of their roster made up of four and five stars. TCU has 28%. And look, yeah. not, not everybody gets the most out of him because A&M has great talent, vastly underachieved, mm -hmm. right? There are examples of that. But when you have a staff that maximizes great talent, you will beat a staff that maximizes lesser talent. And, and that's what you saw tonight. Aaron, how you feeling, man? The dynasty has begun back to back. For oh, no, 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 I no. Know, I know no, you're no. going to be so no, excited. No, here, no, no. The, the dynasty started Years ago, we are in the middle of the dynasty, and this actually uh, may be towards the more front end of the dynasty based on kind of what Kirby's building there uh, in Athens. So, yes, this is – you are now admitting that, that the dynasty has begun. I have said it started like three or four years ago. So, uh, but at least you're you're using the word dynasty in Georgia together. That's all I wanted to hear after tonight. Uh, before I, I – I'm not going to bash TCU because uh, they don't deserve bashing. They had a heck of a season. Congratulations to them to – to get to this point, to beat Michigan, to be here, to be that Cinderella story. You said it though. They're just, they don't have the horses that Georgia has. And, and, and yeah. that was kind of our feeling heading up to this game. Like we were trying to find every excuse possible of why does TCU deserve to be here? Why did, you know, what does TCU need to do to win? What does Georgia need to do to essentially screw this thing up in order for TCU to win? And then if, if Georgia showed up, and played, like Colin said, the way they played versus Oregon or the way they played versus TCU or the play that, the way they played for Mississippi State or LSU, they were going to run them out of the building and it was going to be a no contest by halftime. And, and that's what it turned out to be. They got better players on both sides of the football. Yeah. Stetson is, 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 is a magician in big-time games. It's going to be the MVP four times in, in all four playoff appearances in the past two years for Georgia. Uh, the defense reloaded. They're going to be even better possibly next year. Uh, they're healthy at the receiving position. Bowers is a stud. There's just too many good players. Um, too many guys like Carl alluded to that are going to be playing on Sunday. TCU, it's a good story. They got a couple guys that are really, really talented. They fight They fight hard. You give them that. But 
at the end of the day, it's a game of 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 Jimmy's and Joe's. And and right now, Georgia has more than anyone else in the country. Well, and, and Colin, yeah. I think it's very appropriate that you open talking mm-hmm. about Oregon, right? Because this college season uh, ended in the exact way that it began. Watching this UGA team dominate a very talented team, but a v- dominate and decimate on a national stage. And at the beginning of the year, we basically said, all right, this is Georgia announcing that they are a dragon of the realm, right? That they are one of the uh, benefit of the doubt clubs. Doesn't matter what they lose. They will always be back. But we also said Ohio State's there. Alabama's there. By the end of this season, it is clear they suffer no rivals, right? I mean, they stand alone at the mountaintop right now. Colin, when you look forward into the future, do you see any particular hurdles to UGA having a Nick Saban, Alabama-esque run? Like, are they about to supplant them for the foreseeable future? Well, I think the three best teams I saw this year were Georgia, Bama, and Ohio State, and Michigan. I I still contend that Michigan beat themselves. Nothing against TCU, but they had more first downs, more yards, more time of possession. They were just you know, you take a month off and Ohio State outplayed Georgia. Let's be honest about it. If if Harrison stays in the game, Ohio State may well have won. So you take a month off and you you the tackling's bad. You can overthink the room. Um, I think Ohio State, had they beaten Georgia, would have whacked TCU. But by that second Fair. game, okay, when you don't have a month, and everybody's dinged up from the previous game. George is a little dinged and TCU. Then it's just down to athletes. It's it's that first game when you take a month off. That's where you can stumble. Mm-hmm. You just, you, you know what I mean? You just out yeah. thinks. I, the NFL last year, Tennessee and Green Bay in the playoffs last year had buys and loss as number one seeds. So the thing that's crazy about college football is, and remember, here comes LSU with Brian Kelly. So, yeah. oh, Colin, yeah. hey, I mean, come on. <laughs> hey, let's go. Too me up. <laughs> hey, yeah. that's what I'm so, so about. what's going to happen here is LSU, Bama and Georgia. One of those will get knocked out and it depends who's healthier later, who's getting better quarterback play. The best team may lose it. You know, Bowers gets hurt the week before the Bama game next year, LSU. So I think those three plus Ohio State will probably be the teams in the foreseeable future that vie. Now, you know, just the way it works, Texas and USC, when they have the right coach, tend to catch up pretty quickly just because they're states. There's so many players. Like USC, in one transfer portal this year, already fixed their offense. It took one year. Now, there's still two to three more transfer portals away from the defensive side. But the, the biggest roadblock for sec teams will be sec teams so now brian kelly's <laughs> yeah. absolutely outstanding so what's going to happen is lsu georgia bama one of those is going to get knocked off every year and it's probably the one that's a little dinged up at the end of a season that's pro- health will probably be the wild card and all this stuff now as well, we well, well for- i, oh, I ahead, want to stay on that t bob real quick well yeah. it's you know obviously georgia as of right now before the 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 mess of what the SEC I'm not gonna say mess but the 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 change of what it's gonna look like you know when Texas and Oklahoma come over and 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 I think the goal is to go divisionless at that point you know then things kind of get changed up but right now heading into next season when you still have the East and the West at least Georgia doesn't have to worry about facing as I don't believe on their schedule either Alabama or LSU so they get to escape that 
And in that situation, yeah, they could still lose to possibly an Alabama or an LSU in an SEC championship game. And most likely with the resume that they put on the field for the past two years, if they're 12 and one, similar to last year, they'll probably still end up getting into the playoffs because of the credibility they built with two back-to-back national championships. So um, I, I think more of that scenario goes to 2024 when Texas and Oklahoma come in, then we kind of figure out, okay, what's this going to look like? But at that, that time too, we're going to get to a 12-team playoff. And I do think that there's three teams yeah. right now when I look at college football, especially here in the SEC, that are going to be and should be based on the coaching staff, based on the talent on the roster, based on their ability to recruit, should be in that 12-team playoff scenario every year. And, and that's Georgia, that's Alabama, and that's LSU. And, and I think Georgia-Alabama will probably be fighting for a national championship next year. Maybe LSU because of the fact that Jaden's back. And I think that kind of gives them the edge possibly over Alabama, who I don't know if I trust a quarterback on that roster right now. But Georgia's going to be contenders. Alabama-LSU will probably be contenders next year. But going forward, like I said, I think in a 12-team playoff, those three are going to be in 99% of the time. Now, yeah, uh, not- I, 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 go, go ahead, Gon. Yeah, I mean uh, – 12 teams doesn't really change anything. Um, I, I, you can add 30 teams. Your top three SEC teams are still going to dominate. Now, I do think Ohio yep. State, you know, I thought, I had predicted, I thought Ohio State, Georgia would be very, very close. And I, and I like the over. So in that game, it looked a little bit like I thought. Um, you know, I do think Ohio State can always play. I think Michigan doesn't recruit quite like Ohio State, uh, but Harbaugh is such a unique coach and their physicality. They kind of play an SEC style. They're very, very physical. I would have loved I, – I thought Michigan was going to end up playing Georgia, and I thought Georgia would win, but I thought it would be – it would be – it would look like um, – it would look like two teams with a lot of NFL guys, but, you know, Stetson Bennett I would trust in a big spot. J.J., I wouldn't. Um, so, I mean, tonight – you know, I just I think college football. The issue it has had is regionalization. Like tonight, yeah. won't get a very good rating. Um, it's huge in the South, big in the Midwest, almost irrelevant in the West now. Um, I do think Lincoln Riley is going to change that a little bit. LA likes its college football when it's winning, um, but I don't think the playoff. It doesn't. I mean, listen, you can change the tax bracket in America. The rich are still rich. Yeah. They'll still have the best accountants, find the best loopholes, and have the best real estate. So you can change. I mean, you could change a lot of things politically in this country. California's economy is still a monster, and Kentucky's isn't. Like, there's some things that are just true. There are more great high school programs in the South. There are more great high school athletes in the South. The region cares more. Yep. They put more into facilities. And so I don't think... I mean, if you go back 50 years, it's largely the same group of teams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, Oregon's emerged, but it's the same group of teams. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with Powerhouse College Athletics, UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU. Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates to coaches' play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and IL deals, JLab joins the action and connects with 182 million 
plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools, showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting-edge tech products or pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. No, I mean, it's see, always been see, a sport. I, I, yeah, but I, I don't know. I just, I, I feel like with with you know, the emergence of 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 NIL, with the 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 um, the ability see, to now for more teams to to make the playoffs, there there is now a sense. Like I, I give Bryce Young as an example all the time. Like, do you think Bryce Young grew up watching Alabama football? Probably not. But what did he see? So Alabama is a team that's always in the playoffs. Alabama's a team that you can win individual awards. You can win a Heisman. You can go to the NFL. You can be a first-round pick. That was the place to go. So I'm you know, a team I never grew up watching, but I know if I go across the country, I can go you know, essentially get all these things. Let me go there and have success. If USC was the USC that it is now with Lincoln Riley, with the success that they're having, with winning, with the thought of you know an expanded playoff that my team could possibly get in there, that yeah. to me that's a selling point for those teams out yeah. west. Of hey guys, you don't need to. Yes, the, the, the Southeast has talent. We all know it's the most, but they were getting that talent plus they were getting the talent from California as well, leaving that side of the country. Now all of a sudden, USC and Oregon and Washington can say, hey guys, you don't need to go. To Alabama, you don't need to go to Georgia. You can stay home. Yeah. You can get paid. You can play in the playoffs. You can play in prime time, and 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 get all, all mostly everything and be can closer to though? home. Can they? they can, that, when, is, that is the question. When they go can to a twelve-team playoff I mean, in two is, years, yes, they can. It is what the sport reason. Of the reason the that. 
You can go ahead, Colin. The, 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 the 12-team pay, playoff will actually benefit SEC teams more because <laughs> what will happen yeah. is, I mean, now you got to win three and four games in the playoffs. Well, that's just mm-hmm. depth. So even if you do have good talent, USC's got some nice NFLers this year. They don't have an SEC team depth right now. So what the 12-team playoff will do, it's just more elite teams bashing into each other for three hours. So even if you do get an upset, TCU beats Michigan. They'd have to go through three more SEC yeah. teams. Bama waits so, on the other side. A two-loss Bama waits on the other side. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so okay, great. I think I think the 12-team playoff, nothing will really change. Um, you know, SEC teams will, you know, sometimes knock off SEC teams. But there'll be another SEC team waiting. And I think when you get into playoff formats, it can be hockey. This is why the Warriors keep winning championships. There's a lot of good teams here. But when Jason Tatum in the finals gets banged up a little, they don't have another number one score. The Warriors have Klay Thompson and Steph Curry and Andrew Wiggins. And depth in playoffs is the magic elixir. It, it, it yeah. And yeah. nobody's got depth like Georgia and Bama and LSU. Yeah. Ohio yeah. State has the got some one. really, really good players. They're pretty close, but they're not quite there. Yeah, I mean, if you just look at the blue chip stuff that we were talking about earlier, Ohio State is the only one up there with the SEC team. Look, I, I think it's a reality of the sport. It's always been a sport of have and have nots, like you said, mm-hmm. Colin. And yeah, I know some people view NIL as kind of a democratization of that and kind of a spreading of the wealth. I don't see that. I see a concentration yeah. of the wealth because the right. programs that already have the most money and already had the most buy-in are that that's just building on top of itself. Now, maybe, mm-hmm. okay, now we're getting really big picture. Maybe like federal Congress steps in some sort of legislation, even the playing field. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but the future remains bright if you are an SEC fan. Uh, that is for sure. And a USC and some of the other major powers. And maybe the 12-team playoff allows for some fun around the edges, right? Like what you just saw TCU did this year. Now, we're going very big picture here. I do want to talk about the game that we just witnessed real quick. Aaron, you've been very high on Stetson Bennett. He now, his career at Georgia is done. Back-to-back national championships. Four playoff games. Four MVP awards. What is Stetson Bennett's legacy? I think he's the greatest player in Georgia history. I've, I've said for the past year that Stetson is the greatest quarterback in Georgia history based on what he's done. And, you know, this is a game where, you know, stats are great and, and ability is awesome. And, and, and you know, we talk about guys like Stafford as, as maybe one of the best players of all time, you know, athletes and, and, and abilities to throw the football, not just for Georgia history, but you know, what we've seen even the NFL for the past decade plus. But, you know, to me, winning championships, it kind of sets you to a different level, especially the way Setson's played in those games. And I thought, honestly, I thought Setson's played really well the past two years in general. He has great stats. Uh, he's a little bit of a gunslinger at times, but overall, he's got great stats, plays well in big games, won an SEC championship, won two national championships, MVPs, and all those playoff games that you alluded to. To me, that was going to be the conversation after tonight. If they did win, depending on how well he played, where does he go, not in the quarterback question, but in the overall Georgia football play question from, from Herschel to Heinz Ward to, you know, Sinkwich and, and so on and so forth, David Pollock, where is he in that conversation? Well, he's won more national championships than any of them. He's won more MVPs than any of them. I know he didn't win a Heisman, but he was also in New York this year as well. I kind of put champ, you know how much I feel about championships. I put championships on a higher level. And, and I had a buddy of mine tonight texting me about this whole thing because he went to Alabama. And he's like, well, if that's the case, then A.J. McCarron should be a top guy because he won two national championships. 
But AJ also didn't play to the level that Stetson has played for these past couple of years in these big time moments. I think that is what really separates him. In these big games, he's been the MVP of the football team. It hasn't been the defense. It's been Stetson Bennett as the reason why they've won these national championships. So I, I to me, call me crazy because maybe I didn't grow up in the 70s and 80s and maybe I didn't watch Herschel the way I've watched Stetson for the past three years. But I would say, in my opinion, Stetson Bennett is the greatest quarterback in Georgia history. And I would, after tonight, the way he played, say Stetson Bennett is the greatest Georgia football player of all time as well. Well, it's interesting that you mentioned the McCarron thing there, Aaron, because it kind of uh, dovetails with some of my notes here. As I have it written, look, quarterbacks get remembered for championships, right? But quarterbacks who dominate on that biggest stage become immortal. And, and whether, whether it's a Maitan, a Brady, whoever it is, right? You have your Brad Johnsons, you have your Trent Dilvers, you have your guys who have won a championship, but the ones who are at their best when it matters most are the ones whose legacies get the 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 highest juice from these sorts of games. Colin, what's the national perspective? Like, how do you view a guy like Stetson Bennett? It doesn't look like he'll amount to much in the NFL, just tied a Joe Burrow record tonight for touchdowns in a college football playoff game. Like, we got the Georgia local perspective. How do you feel Stetson should be viewed for what he accomplished here? Well, I mean, we've had a lot of Charlie Ward, Tommy Frazier, Stetson Bennett, are profoundly Tim Tebow, great college quarterbacks there's nothing wrong with that uh, college football's its own um massive industry uh, he's a college quarterback um you know some guys are built for college some guys are built for pro um for people vince young's the best high school football player i've ever seen hmm. vince young's one of the five best college footballs i've ever seen he just didn't throw the right football in the nfl it just didn't work on sundays much so i i think stetson bennett nationally um, the way people see Georgia, when you think of Georgia football, you think of defense, you think of Kirby smart, you don't think of offense. So, I mean, you last year, I thought it was the best college defense I'd ever seen. Yeah. Uh, this year wasn't quite as dominant, still very good, but I think George is viewed as a defensive program with capable quarterbacks, almost like the beginning of Alabama's run. It was a defensive program. Now they've pivoted to more of an offensive program where if you remember back in the early days of Saban at Bama, it was corners and linebackers. I mean, they yep. just had pros everywhere. Yep. Now it's wide receivers. Like Georgia is now in that defensive mold there. And they've always had some good receivers, but I think Kirby Smart's initial say defensive mold though, Colin. I mean, they averaged 40 points per game this year. I know, but they don't have an NFL star quarterback. So they're just like Bama. The, the, the takeaway is, Next year, you the Pac-12 has four NFL quarterbacks. Yeah. They'll have, and so it's like you could put all those guys at Georgia. You're just going to win a bunch of games at Georgia. There's a million guys you could put there. You could put four guys in the Pac-12 with Georgia and win the national championship. Yeah. But you, but uh, there's not four defenses even close to Georgia out of 131 teams. Yeah, so right. Georgia's brand nationally. I'm just telling you how it's viewed nationally. Yeah, it's yeah. very Alabama early. It's a defensive brand with capable non-star NFL quarterback play. Uh, yeah, and you know what? Uh, it worked for Alabama, and as right. much as I hate it, it looks like it's working for Georgia. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, I think Colin, I think Colin was exactly right earlier when he talked about Brian Kelly and LSU being the next big dogs in black. I mean, I'm pretty, I'm unbiased. You know, I don't have any LSU gear on, unlike Aaron. Uh, I love it though, Colin. Hey, look, man, this has been a ton of fun this entire fall for me and Aaron. 
We love each other. We love Brum. We love the entire team here. The volume doing the show. What do you think about snaps, man? What's up, boss man? Talk to us. Come on, come on. Give us some. How how are we feeling about snaps after year number one here? No, we we love it. So um, when I built the volume, um, you know there were certain things that meant a lot to me. I'm an NFL, NBA, college football guy. But so I searched the country and what I was looking for, if you go through the volume, we, we have, ba- we, we believe our brand is we're, we're talking sports, but we wanted people that had different angles on it. So I got a hold of your tape and I thought I had heard about you guys, but I hadn't seen you. And they said, oh yeah, there's this guy, T-Bob, he's a nut. And then Aaron Murray, the college quarterback guy. So I thought, oh, so I get the state of Georgia. I got a a bulldog quarterback and a crazy person from Louisiana. So then I saw the tape and I was like, oh, this is perfect. This is big personality. You got a straight man. You got, you got a crazy guy. And I was like, boom. And so, you know, we, we, I, I always felt like I looked for a long time for an English premier league podcast. I want the most tribal passionate fans. And even though I'm a West Coast guy and grew up with a Pac-12, it's different in the South because I, I lived in Tampa for a couple of years. And I tell people and I went to four or five SEC stadiums. I'm like, you know, Gainesville and Tennessee. And I'm like, if you've never been to I've been to Baton Rouge, I'm like, it's hard to explain. And so I think you guys are literally it's my favorite college football podcast in the country. It's exactly what I want. Big personality, fun, make me laugh, make me think. Uh, it's, it, you guys have, um, it's, you've been better than I thought. And when I saw your podcast, I knew it would work, but it's been better than I thought. I I'm blushing. Positive. Let's go, dude. All right, boys. Ooh, 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 uh, okay. Just one word here <laughs> next year. doesn't have to be one word, but a couple seconds here. Saban or smart next year. Colin, you go first. Well, you know, I want to see the quarterback play. I think next year one of the things about college football that's going to be really apparent, there's going to be like 10 NFL quarterbacks in college football next year. Now, they may not go first round. Jaden Daniels, one of them. It's going to be a really, really good year for some quarterbacks. So that will be a story early. Uh, Caleb Williams is obviously a a ridiculous talent. Um, Yeah, he's really good. So – I think one of the stories in college football next year will be a lot of really good quarterbacks as generationally we're getting this batch now of new kids who have grown up in seven on seven camps and are really good, like really good right now. That'll be a story. And then I think my, my feeling is it'll be Bama and Georgia. Whoever gets the elevated quarterback play later in the year wins. Um, Both will have, you know, they're both going to be really good. It is interesting though. Um, Brian Kelly's going to be a real wild card in this thing. Yeah, he's going to be a real wild card. I mean, you know, sometimes in the SEC, it's just scheduling. Like yeah. if you have to play Auburn in the next week, LSU, or you play, you know, Florida in the next week. You know, I don't think Georgia and Texas are going to ever win the SEC championship. But what's happening in the SEC here within the next couple of years is. You know, you're going to face at one point back to back to back. Remember years ago when Saban lost to Johnny Manziel? Yeah. And the story, and remember, AM got off to a huge first half. And that was the third straight game Alabama had played. And the team was just, it's they were tired. I think you're going to get in a couple of years with the SEC 
with Texas and Oklahoma, they may be B plus right now, but how many good teams can you play in a row that it's, I mean, in the big 10, you get a lot of off months. I got Maryland. <laughs> I got Iowa. You know, you're getting. Hey, don't 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 hey, don't tell Joe, don't, don't don't tell Joe Clatt that. Don't tell Joe Clatt that. Don't get in a schedule with him. He'll 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 have a heart attack right now. I mean, that Big Ten schedule is a it's a doozy now. Those those Ooh. offenses really stress the defense out. My yeah, goodness, as every Big Ten defense Jeez. ranks top ten in the country. Uh, Aaron yeah. Saber smart next year. Uh I I don't. I, so maybe, maybe because I follow Georgia football more, I've been to a bunch of the practices and you know, obviously watching them this year. I, I, you know, Carson Beck's a stud. Carson Beck's a guy that that okay. could have been the starter two years ago. You know, just had a really bad Monday practice. Honestly, like he was supposed to be the starter. Doesn't come out there and play well on Monday practice. Stetson gets a job on Tuesday. Stetson throws five touchdowns and Kirby's like, well, damn it. I can't bench him now. He just threw five touchdowns versus, I believe, UAB. And then obviously led him to a national championship. Carson's the most talented quarterback on that roster. You talk about, you know, quarterbacks just being, you know, if you don't have a quarterback, you're in trouble. Well, they got maybe the best quarterback that Georgia has seen in the past few years and sets in Carson Beck, along with Bowers and McConkey and A.D. Mitchell back. They got a top, you know, they got Rara from Mississippi State. They got a top kid from Missouri. They're very young on defense. To me, that team is returning a lot of really star players on both sides of the football. You look at Alabama, I, you know, we saw Jalen Milrow play this year. I'm not too excited if I'm an Alabama fan. I know Ty Simpson's a young kid that was some good arm talent, still pretty young. You know, you lose Gibbs, you lose some receivers, you lose Will Anderson, you lose, you know, a bunch of guys, Brian Banch. They lost, they're losing a lot of NFL talent. And and most importantly, at the quarterback position, they have more holes to be filled than Georgia does. So for that alone, I would say yeah. Georgia, but I'm with Colin. I kind of have LSU yeah, as the team. Good. When Jaden made the announcement, I, I posted the video of it two, three weeks ago. When Jaden made the announcement that he's coming back, to me, that shot LSU up as the favorites to win the SEC West next year. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I you heard I, it here I, yep. from the college yep, football uh, intelligentsia here on Snaps. LSU national champions like your boys. I didn't expect this how the show was going to end. But hell yeah, here we are. I love it. Uh, hey, look, this has been super fun here on AMP. Shout out Amazon. Thank you to Colin and everybody at Volume Man, our excellent producers, Paul Ferry and Pat Gunner, Ryan Brumley, Danny Carnez, Aaron Murray. Thank you, man. Uh, we have so much on here. By the way, shout out to Team Snaps, our same game parlay hit. Hope you took Ooh. advantage from our friends over there at FanDuel.com. Okay, making money. And I think now we hit three or four during the year, so we're actually up. On the year with the same game parlays, big time finish from the squad. FanDuel.com promo code snaps. FanDuel Sportsbook, the absolute best. Colin, thank you so much, man. Uh, this was awesome. Like, I, I don't know. It's just so much fun. And uh, we will be live again, uh, our normal schedule, every single day on AMP at noon and on Snaps of the Volume Sports YouTube channel, 2 Eastern, 1 Central. Boys, thank you so much. Y'all have an excellent night, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.